Hello and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to Frank Answers with award-winning astrologer and author of Getting to the Heart of Your Chart, Frank Clifford. In this weekly show, Frank answers your most pressing questions about timing, so-called negative chart placements or transits, your relationships, and more. If you have a question you'd like considered for the show, please go to astrologyhub.com slash frankanswers and submit it today. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy Frank's empowering and validating astrological insights and guidance. Hi everyone, I'm Frank Clifford and welcome to Frank Answers. In this session, I'm going to be looking at a question from Tony about Pluto transiting her ascendant. And in addressing that question, I want to talk generally about Pluto transit. So it may be of use to anybody uh, out there having one, and we all have them through our lifetime, and also maybe more specifically to Tony's chart, uh, as it's crossing the ascendant in Capricorn and also crossing over uh, Jupiter there as well. Now, one of the things that I think is really key to understanding any sort of transit is that it's fated to happen at that point. Regardless of what you're doing in your life, what you've done so far, what you've set up in your life, you will have certain transits at particular moments in your life. They may be 200 years from now, and by then we're all dead and buried, and your chart is still having transits. So it's fated to happen. Once you've got a birth chart, it is fated to happen. That's the fatalism, really, of our birth charts. So that's the first thing to remember. So it's important to embrace the fact that it's coming and say, what can I do to work with it in the most positive way, which is what Tony is asking me. Now, working with any particularly the outer planet transits of Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, it really does test our past involvement or past understanding or consciousness of that planet. And Pluto being a planet of rebirth, um, rebooting, detoxing, starting over, um, beginning new chapters, that sense of metamorphosis. How well do you do that? Are you resistant to that? We could look at somebody's moon. We could look at their ascendant, their sun sign, other parts of their chart to understand how much they might resist that sort of inevitable Pluto evolution, that transformation. So the first thing is to look at your own relationship to some of the matters that that planet will bring. And what you don't want to be doing is, I guess, fearing a transit or being brought into it kicking and screaming. The great thing that Tony's asking about is the fact that Pluto will reach her Jupiter and Ascendant in a few years. She's already starting to think about how that process can manifest. Now, one of the key things that I'll teach you, no doubt, in a number of frank answers and also later in courses, is that Pluto here comes from the seventh house, comes from the sign of Leo, and it's square to the MC IC axis in the chart. So we're always going to be looking to where the planet is natally to understand the potential, the possible connections to that lifelong contract with Pluto. 
And for Tony, Pluto in the seventh is about not only receiving power from other people, but learning to empower others too. The negative or the shadow side of that could be inviting people in that drain you of your power or getting involved in relationships that are about unequal levels of power, for instance. So when Pluto transits, Pluto is going to bring that natal energy. And in this case, it comes from the seventh house. So it's got great potential to receive from other people tremendous sense of um, evolution, a tremendous sense of being reborn, but also to be able to give that out, be able to give that as a gift. So not only is Pluto reaching the ascendant, it's also reaching Jupiter. Now, Jupiter in astrology is very much linked to our, uh, our faith, our set of beliefs, and a sense of um, how we need to evolve in being able to see the larger picture of life. So Pluto crossing over Jupiter, as it will be doing next year in the next couple of years for Tony, is an opportunity to really um, look seriously and without pretense, because Pluto is about authenticity, as is its sign, Scorpio, which Tony is a Scorpio with the Sun and Mercury there. So Pluto is about looking at things with authenticity. And hitting that Jupiter, it's saying, what no longer works for me in terms of the business, the material realm, Jupiter's in Capricorn. And it's also saying, uh, how can I transform a belief system to begin this new chapter of my life as Pluto moved out of the 12th and into the first? And Jupiter is about the large worldview, being able to see the wood for the trees and being able to see the larger patterns and meanings of life. And the ascendant is very much linked to one's view of life as we walk out our front door, as we start to contemplate how we impact our environment, what we expect to see, and how our expectations reflect on our actual experiences. So Pluto crossing over Jupiter will challenge some of those beliefs and then invite Tony to put them into practice and to say, how am I going to change my worldview? The bigger meaning, but also how I come across to the world. And Pluto and the sign of Scorpio are both symbols in astrology that can be linked at, in the, at the most difficult aspect of self-sabotage, where they make enemies quickly, they refuse to budge, there can be a sense of, I will not move, I will not detach myself from something um, that I uh, feel very strongly tied to. And so if there's going to be a challenge here, it might be about moving forward and seeing the world in a new way, one that embraces perhaps less of the Scorpio extremity and perhaps more of the Capricorn uh, practicality. And again, it will depend on how Tony uses her moon in her natal chart, because that moon in Sagittarius has a very different energy from the Scorpio Capricorn seriousness, heaviness, sense of purpose, sense of privacy. And maybe that moon in Sagittarius, because it's being hit by Neptune at the moment as well, is ready to fly 
ready to experience new things, ready to reach out, to teach, to preach, to find the community of that 11th house as well. So the Pluto transit coming back to that has the opportunity to be a real, a, a true metamorphosis of how you interact with the world, to look at how you do your Capricorn ascendant. Are you taking care of people too much? Do you have a tough time doing things for yourself and then feeling guilty about it? How does that Capricorn work? Yeah. Pluto brings things that we buried over the years, things that we feel ashamed of. It brings them to the surface. And so a Pluto transit will bring a lot of issues, perhaps of responsibility, Capricorn, expectation, Capricorn, duty, uh, perhaps, as I say, guilt attached to looking after other people. One of the interesting things that Pluto coincides with is often being able to demolish some of the areas in our lives we've been leaning on too heavily that no longer serve us. So some of the responsibilities we have in our lives might crumble or disappear when Pluto crosses the ascendant in Capricorn. And it may feel, to some extent, difficult, challenging, traumatic. A lot of change can be seen as traumatic in people's lives, small changes, major changes. But what Pluto has a great habit of doing is to clear the decks and say, this is what's important. This is what you can move on with. So to sort of wrap up this Frank answers answer uh, to your question, um, take a look at in the next couple of years, what needs reshuffling? What needs an overhaul? Start with within, start with the, your, your most intimate feelings, your relationship to duty, responsibility, being correct, keeping up with the Joneses, all the Capricorn feelings sometimes that, that come along or get embedded. The Ascendant is often the messages that we had early on in our lives from parents, be responsible, take care of other people. Uh, Capricorn rising may have that uh, innate sense of duty. You go out being a little bit more adult than maybe you need to be when, when you were growing up and maybe even now. It's a sign, Capricorn, that is linked to growing old disgracefully. <laughs> and I mean that in a nice way, of course, growing old in a sense um, where you start to actually let go of some of the hang up, some of the things that you worried about, some of the opinions, the expectations of others. Surely, you know, the moon in Sagittarius, part of you is um, the eternal gypsy student, uh, you know, 60s hippie. There's a quality of the moon in Sagittarius that has that really wonderful, expressive, independent feeling about it. And the Capricorn, Pluto crossing Cap the Capricorn ascendant is saying, get in touch with that. Let go of that. Find a responsibility to yourself. So hopefully that was helpful. I will see you all very soon. Take care of yourselves. I love the inner circle because it's been a catalyst in transforming my life for the better. 
I love the inner circle because it has helped me feel into the energies instead of just think about them. I love the inner circle because of the positivity and familiarity that's involved in it, as well as the wealth of knowledge and the broadening depth of the collective conscious that it creates. I love the inner circle because it's run by incredibly intelligent, empowered entrepreneurial women and almost daily basis providing quality content to help guide people. I love the inner circle because it really helps me stay anchored into this collective process of evolution that we're all in together. I love the inner circle because of the welcoming community. Like when I commented, people were like happy that I was there. And all the lessons too, all the organized lessons. I love Astrology Hub because of that. I love the inner circle because it connects me more deeply with my own experiences and help me, helps me reflect on those through astrology. I love the inner circle because it's a family and it's ongoing learning and it's interaction and you're always learning something new. And if you go back to the same teacher, they're bringing something new each time. And it's the Ohana. It's the family that Amanda's created and I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Astrology Hub's Inner Circle, a global online community for monthly forecasts, masterclasses, and spiritual growth led by the world's best astrologers is now open for enrollment for a limited time. Go to astrologyhub.com slash innercircle2021 for more information and to join us today. Your astrology family is waiting.